Good morning, Robert Geray, CEO of Every Store Perfect, coming to you from the Palm Coast in Florida. Talking today on my way into the office, going to help some people get and keep every store perfect. So what I want to talk to you about today is the four S's and how that applies to delivering the perfect retail shopping experience. And so you might be asking me, Robert, what, what are the four S's? Well, let me tell you. The four S's are stores, shelves, sales, and service. Let me say it again. Stores, shelves, sales, and service. And if you can get the four S's right, then you can ensure that every single time somebody walks into one of your stores, you have the highest chance of converting them from a visitor into a customer. You have the highest chance of getting that customer to put more in their basket than they originally intended to do. And you have the highest chance of creating additional margin for your company, the lifeblood of your company. And so what does it mean to focus on or to get the four S's right? Well, I'm going to break it all down for you right now. So here's what it means. Stores. Is your store attractive? Is it clean? Is it neat? Are, if you have shopping carts, are they all over the car, all over the parking lot? Or are they filthy? Are they full of trash? When somebody walks into your store, what is the feeling that they get? What? Let me ask you this. What feeling do you want them to have when they walk into your store in the decompression zone? Is it, a, is it a feeling of excitement? Is it a feeling of getting the job done? Is it a feeling of this is a place I can hang out for a while? You got to figure that out. And then once you know it, well, then you've got to make sure it happens in every one of your stores. And then so most people turn right in most stores. They call that the lakefront property. So when they turn right and they, they see that beautiful lakefront property, what do you want them to see? Do you want them to see something colorful that draws them closer? Do you want to see a lot of impulse items? Do you want it to be more of an experience? You got to figure that out. And so all the way through the store, the way that everything is set up, and I'm not talking about the products on the shelves yet. What I'm talking about is how do the displays look? Which department is where? What colors are you using? What mood are you creating? How do you want people to feel? And if you, if you haven't figured that out yet, then you need to figure that out. But assuming that you figured that out, then you need, you need to have a vision. You need to have a map. You need to have a plan. You need to have a list of tasks of how to create that. You need to have store walk plans regarding how are you going to ensure that these things are actually happening the way you want them to happen. And you need, you need to run these store walks, you need to survey these stores in order to determine how far they are from your vision, what the gap between your vision and what their reality actually is. And then once you know what the gap is in every store, then you need to assign tasks in order to bridge the gap, to close the gap between the vision and the reality because anything else is fantasy and if you want to make any kind of change in your life or your business you can't deal with fantasy you have to deal with the facts and if you don't know what the facts are 
inside your store as far as how is that store set what mood is it creating what impression is it creating does it draw people in and encourage them to stay or does it push people out and encourage them to get out and then once you measure the difference and you go bridge that gap now you can start to determine is this plan working because if you don't have a plan and you don't have a, a gap and you don't have a bridge and you don't have a target and you don't know whether or not you've ever hit the target, well, let me ask you this. I'll, I'll ask you to ponder this. How do you know if it's working or not? So that's stores. Now we're talking the second S, which is shelves. Now when it comes to shelves, there's a lot of the same stuff going on, so I'm not going to repeat it all. But the bottom line is, is you either should or do have a plan for every inch of shelf space, every inch of display space, every J-hook, every peg, every everything inside your store. When it comes to how are the products to be set, where do they belong, how many facings are there, is it set to planogram, what is the planogram, is the planogram working? And so you've got all of these same kinds of questions and you're asking yourself, what is this vision of perfection? And by the way, it's going to be different in every store probably or different in groups of stores, which we call clusters. And so is it working or not? And, and, and you don't know if you don't know if it's set that way. And that's the crazy thing. You know, a lot of people come to me and they're like, Robert, my plan's not working. And, I, and the first thing that I say to them is, well, do you even know that the plan's being executed? And a lot of times they're like, no. And so I'm like, well, if you don't know if the plan's being executed, how do you know if the plan is working? So you've got to have, it goes back to the store walks and the surveys. And so when it comes to your higher margin products and when it comes to your loss leaders, it comes to what brings people in and it comes to what drives your revenue and drives your margin. Is that stuff set correctly? And if you don't know, you're just dealing with fantasy. And if you're just dealing with fantasy, you're never going to make any lasting and positive changes in your business or in your life. Okay, so we talked about the stores. We talked about the shelves. Now we're going to talk about the sales. Because let's say that you got the stores and the shelves perfect. Everything is set perfect 24-7. I know it's a fantasy, but let's say we're going to get it as close to perfect as possible 24-7. And people walk into your stores, but guess what? They're not greeted. They're ignored. They're met with indifference or apathy or ignorance. Your, 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 your sales team has not been trained in the seven steps of the retail sales, of the retail sale. They're not greeting. They're not probing and questioning. They're not demoing. They're not trial closing. They're not getting the job done. They're not closing the sale. They're not creating any add-on sales. So you've got this perfect store that you've invested in and, and you're, you're trying to figure out how do you manage your labor between having people on the floor and, and, and actually interfacing and selling customers. And then on the other side, you're figuring out how do we get all these tasks accomplished. And, you, and let's say that you got those, those tasks accomplished. Well, now the money you're paying people to be on that floor is a waste. Number one, it's worse than a waste. You'd be better off leaving the store empty than putting those indifferent, inexperienced, unknowledgeable, apathetic, downright rude, in some cases, sales associates on your floor. And so how, how do you fix that? Well, the way that you fix that is with training 
and culture and you train to build the culture and the culture causes your company each store to attract and retain the right people not the wrong people and the right people is based on the attitude because i don't care if they come to you and they don't know the seven steps of the retail sale or if they don't know how to work two customers at the same time without offending either one or slighting either one because if they have the right attitude and then you train them they will become retail rock stars they will become retail warriors and they will create those add-on sales and those add-on sales will create the margin that you need to grow your company and to have the kind of life that you want now let's talk about service service is different from sales because even though it's important to teach that we sell with a service perspective in other words we're not trying to sell people just to make the numbers work we're trying to sell people by helping them get clear on what they actually want and then helping them to buy it from our stores so that's the service mentality of sales but it's not service service is is what happens in addition to and around the sale and particularly what happens if somebody's having any kind of problem in your store any kind of problem and it goes to returns and, and it goes to how do you handle returns and by the way can you can you convert that can you convert it to an exchange through your customer service Yes, we accept returns, and we will not make you wait in a long line for that, and we will cheerfully conduct those returns. Oh, I'm sorry, this didn't work out for you. What was the, what was the issue or the reason or the problem? Oh, it, it's not blue. Well, we, we have blue. Oh, there was no blue on the shelf? Shame on us for not executing. Let me run back there for you and get a blue one to solve this problem for you. May I do that for you, please? That's service. And so in summary, the four S's is the perfect stores. It's the perfect shelves. It's the perfect sales. And it's the perfect service. And you put those four S's together, and there's actually a fifth one. Shopping experience. The perfect store and the perfect shelf and the perfect sale and the perfect service leads to the perfect shopping experience and we all know what that leads to increased traffic increased conversion increased basket size and increased margin and we know what that leads to better life more time at home more money to go on vacation and to retire and to make sure that you're doing everything you can for your family. This is Robert Gerace. I just pulled into the office. Time to go help a bunch of people get and keep every store perfect. <laughs>